Welcome to the show. I am your host, Jeff Wickersham. So excited to have Joanne on the show today. Joanne, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you. I am super pumped up. So Joanne is a mother of two and a spouse to a United States Army officer, has moved every two years for the past 18 years, right? She's lived and raised her family in South Africa, England, Germany, Australia, across the U.S., and is currently in Hawaii. She is the author of the four-time award-winning book, Your Passport to Parenting. I've got it right here. I'm reading it. And uh, she's a keynote speaker, creator, and facilitator who shares parenting stories to help build positive value-based families worldwide. Welcome to the uh, to the show. That's so great. Thank you so much. You are quite welcome. So life happened today in the recording, right? We've got a limited <laughs> amount of time, had some tech computer issues, but listen, what a great example as, as far as parents. Life's going to happen, right? And we're going to need to deal with it. So I'd love to dive right in parenting and your stories and your journey visiting many different places. I'm reading the book. I, I love some of those stories. If if there's one that could just pop out to you right off the top of the bat, I love giving dads actions and things to learn and then implement in their life. Is there one story that jumps out at you that you'd love to share? You know, dads are bad at this. So I'm going to bring it up because my husband is the worst. His communication is lecturing. That is how he communicates. And I think you know, moms and dads are different. You know, dads are very poignant. They, they, they get to the point. They don't go around. Moms are all over the place. You know, they can, they can do that. And I think the number one thing is really communication, creating communication with your children from very little. And there's so many ways to do that. But one of the ways that I learned and actually started the whole book for me and, and journey that of research uh, that I went on was from a woman in England where we lived on a farm and she was my landlord. Okay. And every week she would invite us over for a roast with the, everyone who lived on the property and, and that kind of thing. And every week I used to see her with her adult children, her, the, you know, and, and the relationship was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I used to look at her and, and say, I want that. And I say to my husband, I want that. And one day I asked her, I said, how did you get that? And she told me the best advice, which I think all parents should get the day your child's born. Okay. And she said to me that she doesn't lecture, she tells stories. So what happens is if you go to a child and you go, uh, let's say you, you're going to have to talk about drugs. And she was a magistrate, so she had this. And you would go up to them and go, you shouldn't do drugs and da-da-da-da-da. And what she would do was she would say, Oh, you know, in court today, oh yeah, I shouldn't tell you. It's 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 probably inappropriate. And the kids would be engaged, like, what? What, mom? And all of a sudden they're asking you the questions. And she would start saying, Well, you know, there was a boy, he was 16, he was selling drugs at school. And they were like, How did he do it? So they start asking you all the questions, and the communication line is set up. Like you can take that conversation real deep, opposed to what often happens is there's a lecture and the kids are finding the nearest exit. Like, how can I get out of this situation? So that's probably the best. Stop, don't lecture, find a story. No, I love that. And I, I remember that story in the book and it, it's amazing. I like to say, share your journey. And I feel like that's another piece that definitely in my dad evolution, I used to be that tell sandpaper, like delivery, rough, now it's, hey, this is what I'm doing. And, and 
as well as being open to have difficult conversations. My oldest, I have things out on social. One of his friends saw, hey, dad, I know you dealt with kind of a porn addiction and some things there. And he started asking me questions and we got into a great discussion around it. So I love sharing the journey because I feel like it, it sneaks in kind of the side door of the mind versus when you, you're telling and you're lecturing. You, you're, yeah, people, you, don't, people don't in general want to be lectured or told what to do. Right. Nobody does. Nobody yep. does. And I think I think the other thing we can do as as parents, and especially dads, is to remember how you felt at that age. You know, really go back into that memory of, you know, what was going on with you at 10, 12, 16, 18. We have that available to us. And a lot of parents forget that they it's right there. What were you dealing with? What did you feel? How did you react? What felt massive, which now as an adult feels so small. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that piece. So in the book, something that popped out to me was your morning routine and making sure you have time with the kids when they're fresh, when they're open to speaking. So could you, could you describe that to the audience? Cause I, I love that. I just read it a couple nights ago and I'm like, this is perfect. I love her carving out time because I hear many times, especially from dads, I'm busy. I don't have time which is a total excuse. So share, share what you do. Yeah, I think you have to make the time in your schedule. You know, for us, it's morning time because, you know, with teenagers especially, there's no evening time. Like my son got home at nine o'clock last night from, from events. So, you know, the morning time, we get up early, which means we go to bed earlier. Yeah. We get up early and we have time every morning. Like we do not miss it. In fact, the kids feel now that there's a loss if they don't have it. And I drive my kids to school still because that is an extra 30 minutes with them. And the car conversations are massive. You know, I think actually my next book should be what we spoke about in the car because those are very, very big. But I think you have to make those times. You know, I could send them to school other ways. But for me, it's like that is more time that I, that I won't get in a few years. They're going to be gone. So, you know, my husband, he's often away. So that is also a big thing. If when he's here, it's sacred time. He, he does not do anything else but sit with the family in the morning. You know, he doesn't go to gym. He schedules that later in the day so that he can be with the family in the morning. That's our time. And I love how you carve it out and you said sacred time. Like it sounds to me almost like it's a non-negotiable, like this is what we're doing. And that's so incredibly powerful when you carve it out. And I, I love how you mentioned car rides. Many times kids are what? In their phones where you can say, hey, ask questions, build that relationship because they're with you and they can't get away in that time. So, you know, that that's a that's a pretty there's your there's your book number two, right? The, the car stories that that you've had. What uh, related to, to dads and I know we had a prior discussion. And one of the things I'm huge on is answering bids for their attention. I know you shared a story when we we spoke way back when of a dad who whose daughter asked to go to the Taylor Swift concert and he said he 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 responded a certain way. Could you share that story because I think it's so important for dads to understand this piece of it and make sure you're answering every bid that your kids make for your attention. 
It's those communication lines. If you don't set them up when they're young with things that you're not interested in, they're not going to come to you later. You know, if you don't play those video games that they want to play with them, if you don't watch those TV shows that they want to watch with them, they're going to eventually stop asking you. And I had a dad who, who said to me the other day, oh, my daughter wanted me to go to Taylor Swift concert and I wouldn't be seen dead there. And I was like, you failed. I'm sorry to say this, but you just failed. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I said to him, do you know the conversations you could have had on the just getting ready for the concert, get, going there, driving there? How, how is a man supposed to treat a woman on a date? You could have set conditions. You could have taught her how to watch her safety at the concert, how to manage her drink, how to manage this, how to manage getting back to the, the car. Then the excitement, the selfies, the she would always have those memories of my dad took me to the, my first concert. And I said, you just denied all of that. And going down those rabbit holes with your kids is maybe you don't want to, but it's not about you. It's about creating communication so that when there's big things in that child's life, that they're going to come to you. So it's just, you know, that concreting that highway of communication that, that when things get bad, when it goes from dad, you know, I'm sad at school to dad, I think I'm getting sexually harassed. Those are the times that you have to get ready for when they're young, because big problems are going to come when they get older. No, I love, I love how you unpack that. All those, I like to call micro moments involved in that concert that he could have experienced and would be so important from a teaching guiding perspective, but also just from the memories. I mean, taking pictures and always have, have that experience. So that that's incredibly powerful. I know we've got to cut this short since I had tech you up for coming back on the show in a future episode. I'd love to get into it a little bit more. Anytime, anytime. Awesome. Thanks for watching. Joanne, thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Have a uh, have a fantastic rest of your day. Dare to be uncommon. Love lead legacy. Create a legendary day, and I'll talk to you soon.